0: Welcome to Blinkers Off, with your hosts, Jared Welch and Aaron Halterman.
1: Okay, let's
2: get out of the way. Yeah, Magic Mike show, defending champions. We lost last year. In fact, we finished last. Mistakes were made, lessons were learned. Poor thing is, nobody's pregnant. So instead, we want to start this year by congratulating the winning team, Shoddy and Davey. (laughs) Well, we want to... We're not going to. Screw you. Screw your bullshit beginner's luck. Screw Davy Sariac's excuse for a mustache. You want to see a good-looking mustache? Check this shit out. Boom! That's right. Top Gun magic's in the house, baby, and I'm sorry, ladies. Back off! And speaking of screwing, let's take some time to thank Bob Baffert for waiting until the Fantasy League was officially over last year before killing Cave Rock. Fatality. Really appreciate you making us hold on to literal dead weight for the entire seven month campaign so that we end up getting jack all from our third overall pick. And instead of Cave Rock running roughshod over the other three year olds, your sixth most talented horse was the only one strong enough to survive your sweatshop and win what's actually the fourth best triple crown race. I can't wait to see how you ruin things for me this year, you white haired wanker. Can beginners luck strike twice? We're gonna find out with our latest new team, but what I'd really love to find out is why we now have 11 teams in the league Our Lord God in Heaven thought that the number 10 was good enough when he wrote his commandments, but apparently 10 isn't enough for the dictator. I was surprised when Aaron announced that this was the new team this year, not because of who's in it, but because he named them Team Double D's, and anyone who's met them knows there's nothing even single about those D's. Let's review their credentials. Dr. Ronald Tang, board certified in internal medicine, medical oncology, hematology, and is a cum laude, oh, I'm sorry, a cum laude, graduate of UCLA with his undergraduate degree in molecular cell and developmental biology, earned his hematology oncology fellowship training at UCI, also held his internal medicine residency at LAC USC Medical Center. He held his osteopathic categorical internal medicine internship at Valley Hospital Medical Center in Las Vegas. And during study period, he got to hold a stripper in his lap. Dr. Tang is the recipient of many awards, has authored countless case reports, and has also been featured on global media outlets, including ABC World News Tonight, Good Day LA on Fox 11, NBC, and CBS. Dr. Miranda Bungie paid hundreds of thousands of dollars and spent a decade of her time to learn how to do this. Hey, look, I just saved myself a copay. Anyway, good luck. Glad to see Dr. Tang is taking a break from curing the world of CANCER to focus on a horse racing fantasy league. Doc, if this is how you prioritize your time, no wonder your kids think Tyler's their daddy. I'd also like to welcome Michael Austin. Proof that there's not a height requirement to join the fantasy league. Michael was with us at the Breeders' Cup this past year, got to meet everyone, including my wife and kid. That was the biggest mistake I made all weekend, and I thought Chalice was winning the juvenile fillies. My wife was real complimentary about Michael after meeting him, though she said, He's so cute and small, he's like a little kid. I bet he even cuts the crust off before he eats the pussy. For months, nobody knew how to pronounce Michael's last name. Is it Osin? Is it Osin? Turns out it's oh shit, Dan's team is getting lost again. That's right. Michael's punishment for months of begging Aaron to let him into the league is to be partnered up with Wise Dan, a man whose last partnership went so well that the other guy literally quit horse racing. Some people know this already, but why is Dan the person responsible for introducing me to horse racing eight years ago? Eventually, I traded in a career I spent nearly two decades building to work in horse racing. And I just want to say, Dan, thank you for ruining my life. You know, adding a new team, adding another player, it's all really big changes. And, you know, looking back, 2023 was a year full of changes for Jared. Bought a new house. He helped hillbillies discover the Internet. The biggest change, though, was the total makeover he got. Threaded eyebrows, peck implants, bleached teeth, wax taint. If it wasn't for his beard, he'd be the most bangable broad in the league. Not that it looks that bad on him, but I didn't like Bush 20 years ago and I still don't today. I gotta say though, I envy you, Jared. You helped Aaron build this league from the ground up. You've won this league multiple times and still nobody thinks you have a goddamn clue what you're doing. The greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world that he did not know anything about fantasy horse racing. I see you sandbagging Jared, respect. One team you can never accuse of sandbagging is John and Ryan, and not just because John's too old to lift a sandbag or because Ryan's too weak, these men believe in the word integrity. They believe in doing things the right way. And most importantly, they believe in using dial-up internet. Ryan just moved from Beverly Hills all the way out to Ventura to escape the hustle and bustle of the big city. It's just too bad he couldn't escape that haircut. Now that the shine's worn off and the new kids are now yesterday's news, can we finally stop pretending that Shoddy and Davey know what they're doing? It's like when the Vegas Golden Knights made the NHL Cup finals in the first year of their team's existence. Nobody outside of that alcoholic, flea ridden town gave a shit or even thought it would last. Sure, the Knights eventually got lucky again and they won the cup five years later, and that could happen to Shoddy and Davey too. It, it could, but I will say if I'm still in the same league as these two bums in another five years, you can go ahead and kill me. The defending champs are so new that most people still don't even know who they are, especially Davey. That ugly ass mustache is only the second creepiest thing about him. Davey's a track and field coach for young impressionable women. Now that might sound like a terrible idea, but if you really think about it, it's genius. If you were a young impressionable woman, is there anything you can imagine that would be scarier than this guy running after you? You thought Flojo was fast. Davey once trained a state record holder simply by standing next to her as a starting gun went, Just save myself another copay. Vinny's my favorite rival in the league, and it's not just because he's a terrible fantasy player. Vinny's best year in the fantasy league was when he still had a partner, and I really think that's what he needs to contend again. Just look at the great teams who have won the league. The Magic Mike Show. John and Ryan. Shotty and Davey. Jared and his pocket pussy. You know, that's what Vinny needs. Vinny needs his own pocket pussy that he can rely on when times get hard, and he doesn't think he can come in first. Maybe look into that. We were lucky enough to see Geist at the Breeders' Cup last month, and I almost didn't recognize him. He looks so much different. You know, Geist, I really like what you've done with your look, especially your hair. I just wish that someone knew where it went. Geist always shows up to draft night dressed to the nines. We should take his picture, hang it up in prison. Here are all the sex offenders. Geist is someone most men would idolize. He has a beautiful wife, two perfect children, and enough money to outbid Amro Zidane. Unfortunately, Geist can't buy or build a fantasy team to save his life. At the end of the year, He always finishes somewhere between not good enough and maybe try bowling. Speaking of people pretending to be upstanding gentlemen, Paul's going to be there. It's past Halloween. Paul's employees all dressed up as him as a joke, but the innocent people they blinded with their bald caps weren't laughing. Paul doesn't look good on everyone, and I'm jealous that Paul can pull off trying to look for so long that he just wore everyone down, and we said, yeah, okay, fine, whatever, just do it and shut up already. Kind of like Heather on Aaron's Honeymoon. You know, unlike the horses he drafts, Paul is surprisingly fast. For an old man, anyway. Just last week, he blew through a seven-minute mile that started at a graveyard. Of course, three guys with shovels were trying to chase him back inside, but... Let's talk about a team everybody loves. Kelby and Evil Like, How can you not love a team that falls ass-backwards into the first overall pick in last year's draft, takes forte, positions themselves to win the league not once but twice, and both times cracked under the pressure like a back at Dr. Miranda's office. You know, I really gotta stop doing that or she'll never be able to pay off all those student loans. Steevel's the kind of guy you love to hang out with at the track. And by that, I mean, if you love to have too many wine coolers, piss your pants, spill water all over a table of computers and pass out in a restaurant before 7 p.m. Luckily for them, Kelby's the serious one. I mean, the life of a talented in-demand blacksmith like Kelby, it starts at 3 a.m. He gets up from his corn bed, pulls the straw out of his crack, hops into his beat up 82 square box Chevy, open a new pint of strawberry smoothie off, and drives an hour to the barn while listening to the Backstreet Boys. Then after spending all day shooing horses while trying not to get kicked in the head, poor bastard drives an hour back home to a fantasy league that keeps kicking him in the ass and to a teammate who keeps kicking Kelby's door because he's too blackout to find the handle. Forget about Ernie Belmonte. Kelby Von Himmel is horse racing. Aaron, why are you the way that you are? Just because you're the dictator, you don't have to be a dick all the time. Same reason why you aren't a 40-year-old virgin just because you dress like one. A fun fact about Aaron is that he's multilingual. He speaks English, redneck, Cajun, and whatever the hell that sound was he made when fierceness won the Breeders' Cup. Due to his steadfast commitment to doing his job on a weekly, nay, daily basis, Aaron appears on the Racing Dudes YouTube channel more than anyone else. If you're watching this, you know that. And because of that, last year Aaron decided to upgrade his office with lots of little knickknacks, and trinkets in the background, and you can see plenty of that cool stuff on screen, but what you don't know, he also has a giant framed inspirational poster, hangs directly behind his computer that reads as follows. My philosophy about life is that we may not be in it for a long time, but we're in it for a good time. The man who said that is Bob Baffert. He's a lying, cheating, scumbag son of a bitch, and so are you. The only thing you've ever done right in your miserable, pathetic existence as dictator was let Mike Somich and I join the Fantasy League. So in closing, to each and every fan who loves us out there, you're welcome. We're back. We're ready to kick some ass. We're going to see you at the draft. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, well, wow i uh, what's up uh i don't know why i need to do an introduction there we just let let magic ramble for uh, 10 minutes but hey this is blinkers off and if you haven't figured it out by now it is the 11th annual racing dudes triple crown fantasy league draft night halsterman what's up man
4: what is up welcome everybody to the show officially here as we've gotten through the magic promo uh, I I did get the pleasure of hearing this this morning I had to approve it uh, for the channel so, um, so maybe I shouldn't have done that but <laughs> I said go ahead and do it anyway so yeah magic uh with a great promo there uh oh, man I, I I was just dying laughing just uh, just incredible so great job magic but now it's time to get serious
3: sir so uh let's let's do it there was a few li- a few lines, a few lines you missed on magic, but 90% of it was just killer. The, the, the my the, the, the Michael Austin part where he's like, and Dan's like, uh, it's actually pronounced. Oh shit. I, I don't
4: know why, but the, with the sandbagging part where he said, John's too old to carry a sandbag and Ryan's too weak. That, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just, it was so, it was, it just got me so good this morning. Yeah. I, I about, I about fell out of my chair um so yeah he he had some good ones no
3: doubt he's uh you know like i told him earlier today i watched like two minutes of eh, not even by a minute and i was like oh, i'm gonna wait i'm gonna save it for my you know my live reaction on the show and yeah. i texted him i was like you are a, you are a special person like they, <laughs> I, i'd like to know how long it took him to, to record that and not just how long it took him to record it but like kind of the the ins and outs and where celeste was and <laughs> what was going on in the house during this uh very weird uh something that only magic would create so well done
4: yeah papa dude uh he showed papa dude this morning <laughs> oh, as well and uh, papa dude thinks it's talk uh talk show worthy he thinks he needs to call jimmy kimmel or somebody like that seth meyers and put it on uh, one of those shows so said so I, I, I don't really know if, if if it's that good papa dude but that is that is very nice of you to say so
3: i mean honestly i thought you were going to the other way with that so no
4: he he Absolutely loved it, Jared. He thought it was the greatest thing he's ever seen.
3: Uh, well, I guess it is time to get sort of serious here. We've got, gosh, I mean, 15, 20 people here in the background that are waiting to draft. Um, if people don't know, we do this. Uh, it's 11th annual action, obviously. So uh, Halterman and I did this for several years. Just him and I added a few here and there. And then now we're up to 11 teams. Um, and, you know, and we basically are sitting here going to draft two. Uh, you know 11 teams worth of five horses that are all two-year-olds about to be three-year-olds as they head towards the kentucky derby and the kentucky derby trail and the triple crown trail really so um it's a good a good resource here for uh, everybody listening that maybe even isn't into this fantasy aspect but you're going to get 55 horses here in about over the course of the next hour or hour and a half uh, 55 horses that you need to pay attention to as we head into uh, 2024
4: Yep, we've got 11 teams here. Each team's going to draft five Kentucky Derby hopefuls here. I hope that at least the teams that are drafting them hope they are. So like Jared said,
3: most of mine are right,
4: right. But you get 55 horses. It's a snake style draft. So we'll go one through 11. And then the team that picked 11 will then go 12 and start the next round. Kind of like any fantasy sport. Uh, Yeah. And look, it's this is always a lot of fun. I know you you might be sitting here going, I don't really care what happens to these teams. Well, you shouldn't, but what you should care about is we've got a lot of really good handicappers that are here selecting uh, Kentucky Derby uh, hopefuls. And so you're kind of getting, okay, who are the 55 horses uh, that these teams uh, prefer? And, Look, I, this is my favorite show all year. I, I don't think there's any secret to it. So um, lots of texts. Uh, you know, I was in Vegas last week with John, Ryan, and Paul, who have a new name that we'll announce on the show today. And it seems like every every 30 minutes or so, we were bringing it up. So it definitely is going to be fun. We're going to have a, a ton of fun with it, and we're going to learn about uh, about the, the Derby Horses uh, for 2024.
3: Well, it's a great... Um... It's just a great way, you know, because even if you're like, I don't really care, then as soon as you draft your team, you're like, shit, I got to focus on these horses <laughs> all year. And, yeah. Uh, obviously, you've changed the, the rules a little bit um, with with the, you know, you how you can, uh, uh, you can do that. You can add 20. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate that. That's probably not going to end well for us, but... Uh, appreciate the support, how you can, you can, you can claim a horse any, any time for 20 points. So yep. versus last previous years, it was, or I think it was last year, the first year you did that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It used to be a little bit more as the months went on, but now it's just 20 points and you can claim a horse at any time. And after each week, uh, you know, I'll give updates on the website on who's got what. And again, it's just a good way to write about 55 Kentucky Derby horses. And like I said, with the claims, they're the relevant horses that are happening because, you know, you're dropping horses that have kind of dropped out of it and getting new ones. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a fun way to kind of go about it. And uh, this is, uh, you know, this is like, well, there you go. Nick says it's his favorite show and it is mine as well. It's just so much fun. And uh, we got a new team. So it, this is just going to be great.
3: Yeah, what is the first? Nick says, you know, Dr. Tang will draft uh, an unnamed, unnamed horse that's training at parks. What is your first? Like, who? What team? You know, we always have a team that's like randomly. Sure. You know, Last year, I think it was uh, the ways I can remember. Of course, I can't talk shit because they end up winning the league. But when they draft a Philly in the fans team, you're like, we're all like, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. Of course, thanks for the help, but we did. They didn't need it clearly. But um, like, well, who's the team out of this group? You think who's who's going to be the first? Uh, kind of, we're, we're all scr- sitting there scratching our heads.
4: Well, certainly John and Ryan, I think, right? Like John White, what uh, is he? Can you really yeah, trust him? It, I'm not sure.
3: <laughs> but when they do it, I'm like, I, I don't laugh. I'm like, oh, shit, I need to write this one down. There's right. No, teams, listen, I'll like, oh, get that one.
4: I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that about any of the teams. I, I listen, I, I think we've got a really good group this year. We've got a lot of guys that are really connected. Um, I mean, we have a, a guy that's cured cancer in the, in the league this year. I mean, and, and, uh, one of the best uh, chiropractors, I don't, I'm missing the soundbite, but, uh, so listen, I, I think it's going to be, uh, going to be a strong year. Um, you, you know, you look at, like you said, shoddy and Davey, we were kind of like, Oh boy, after the draft, they win it. You know, Kelby and Evil Stevil probably would have won it if Forte would have stayed healthy. So you got to respect everybody this year and, and and really every year. That's kind of the point of it. Uh, we try to bring people on to know what they're doing.
3: There you go. All right. Well, let's uh let's not waste any more time because we got a ton of people waiting, uh do it. not patiently to uh to draft their team and see who's gonna be on their team. So uh t- today's show that's all you're gonna see. 11th annual racing dudes triple crown fantasy league draft happening right now. Let's go.
4: So, yeah, guys, this is uh, this is how this is going to go. We've got 55 horses that are going to be drafted. If you watch Blinkers Off, you saw uh, of a previous show, we've already got the draft order. We did draw just randomly for that. So we've got 11 uh, people here on the board. And as you see, the number one pick, and if you kind of lose track, this will be up the whole entire time, this Fantasy League draft board here. So I say we get to it. I say we get right to it, Jared. Kelby and Evil Stevel are here. They're going to make the pick. Let's do it. Let's bring him on and let's get to it. Magic, are we playing the the tune that we always play before each pick?
3: Do you mean to leave and you all you all leave. You you take over.
4: Yeah. You leave cuz there you go. Is Magic going to be the one to make the the make the play? I thought he he did that last year, but I can do the draft chime this year. It looks like me. Okay, here we go. With the first pick in the draft. Here we go. All right. I've got Kelby kind of, he's a black box and there's evil. Steve there. All right, guys, you've got the first pick. Let me know who you guys picking.
5: All right. So uh, after much debate, I wanted to, to take that unnamed horse <laughs> Philly hip number 12,450 at the facing Tipton sale earlier this spring. Uh, She was going to be running at Will Rogers down, so we could have gone and see her in a stakes race on Tuesday afternoon. But uh, Kelby talked me out of it. He did pretty well picking Forte for us last year. So I'm listening to Kelby and going to go with fierceness. Uh, Another poly, Pletcher horse, another Eclipse Award winner. So we'll take fierceness with the first pick.
4: Yeah, here you guys are again. You got Forte last year. Now you get fierceness. Steve, I'll ask you, uh, because I'm not sure Kelby's there or not. So I'll ask you, uh, do you think this horse is going to be just as good as Forte?
5: I think it's got a good shot. It sounds like they're going to take a little bit different path with him uh, this year. Um, But, you know, a a city of lights out of a Nona Bella stay thirsty. So I think it can get the distance and, uh, you know, they got a good track record together. So uh, we're hoping for big things. Just got to stay healthy.
4: All right. I like it. I think it's a good pick, guys. So good luck with fierceness. We'll see what happens, man. You guys were poised to win it last year. You got bad luck. Hopefully that horse stays healthy for you this year. All right. Thanks, guys. Very good first pick there. I don't think anybody's surprised. Anytime you get a 105 buyer there, you're going to be pretty darn tough. So fierceness goes number one, but we've got to see who's going to go number two. And this is our new team, the Team Double D's right here, right now. Here we go. All right, going to bring Dr. Tang in here. But before we do, we do have a video from your partner. Um, I brought you in to clarify what this individual says, but this is what your partner sent in for the number two pick. Here we go. With the second pick, Tim Dr.
6: Dick Nishish.
4: Okay, I'm, I'm glad that A- Magic added the the name there, Doc. So go ahead. You guys are picking Nisos. Tell, us, uh, picking tell Nysos. us why.
7: Yep, we're picking Nysos. Um, I think, I mean, looking at him, uh, his last race obviously only beat, you know, two or three other horses, but he looked very professional in doing it. Um, we think he can get the distance. The gallop out was fantastic. Um, I think Tough Luck Bob. We'll see what he can do, but I think this is a horse that he wants to promote. Uh, We'll see if he needs to move it to the Yak team barn or whatever. That's the only concern that we had a little bit, but um, the horse looks great. Um, That race was wonderful. And and I watched the gallop out many times for finally, we decided on this horse. So that's the, that's the way to go for us on this second pick. All right. I
4: agree. I think it's a really good pick. I, I do worry about the, you know, what's going to happen when, when Bob has to you know, give this horse up, but we'll see across that bridge when we get there. All right, doc. Thank you. That was a, that was a good, I'm glad you were here to clarify. <laughs> All right, let's go down to the third pick here. Uh, I can see some of the members of the league kind of down at the bottom. And one person is smiling from ear to ear. I'll play the music and then we'll bring him in. All right john and ryan stillman get the third pick ryan is here to represent the team tonight john white texting in the picks to ryan all right mr stillman let us know who you picking at number
0: three the ryan john team is proud to participate in the dude's 11th annual triple crown fantasy league draft and we are thrilled to take nash with the number three pick we believe he has tremendous talent and we're crossing our fingers that he stays healthy
4: I love it, Ryan. And are you very excited or does it make you a little anxious that he actually is going to run on Saturday for no points? This league does not start officially till January 1. So anxious, excited. What's the feelings going into Saturday?
0: 1,000% anxious. I mean, it's horse racing. Talk about a sport where it's like, you know, you, you can worry about LeBron in a season or whatever, but these horses are fragile. We, we've seen it, right? Forte. Anything can happen and you can right out the gate look bad. Or even take a horse like Cyberknife, another Brad Cox horse who looked like a star, had a weird freaking just performance out of, you know what I'm saying. These horses can go, of course we're nervous, but Aaron, I want your opinion as the dictator and as someone people buy picks from and believe in. Do you feel right now these were the big three and that we uh, whiffed this according to you or got it right in, in as far as this goes?
4: I feel like so far this has been a 1,000% correct. I, I I can't really argue with anything that's happened. This is what I expected to happen. You know, Jared kind of alluded to when are we going to see the first kind of goof. We haven't seen it yet. I, I think these three are the logical three. But Shoddy and Davey are on the board next, so we will see if they can continue the trend. So, Ryan, I do think this yeah. is right.
0: Good luck to the champs, but not too much good luck, I think, is what we have to say here. So, fingers crossed. <laughs> Thanks heavens.
4: All right, thank you, Ryan. We'll be seeing you here shortly as well. All right, pick four. We'll go to Shoddy and Davey. Here we go.
6: All
4: right, Shoddy representing team Shoddy and Davey. Shoddy Davy has uh, left you alone here, so He did.
8: He did. It up. Well, uh first off, need to show fight.
6: I
4: forgot. (laughs) I forgot the video.
8: That's great. Need to shout out uh, our uh, mascot for last year. You got Mr. Barber Road. Uh, But uh, so last year we were so very blessed to be added to this fantasy league. And then we just somehow won, even with a Philly and a Maiden. Uh, So we're going to go a little bit... uh, the same route as we did last year. Uh, we're going to pick the third place finisher in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Locked.
4: All right. So his official locked is uh, the horse that will go at number four. Not too surprising. I feel like that was definitely uh, on the horizon there. Uh, you know, we talked about it right after the Breeders' Cup, but uh, I'll ask you so you could kind of, kind of, you know, kind of fill us, uh, fill the people listening in. Uh, we kind of felt like locked ran pretty darn well just didn't kind of get his feet underneath him right
8: yeah uh, and that's we're kind of hoping that you know he actually just worked the same day as fierceness a couple days ago and looks like he's working well so we're hoping that you know uh, maybe he'll uh, outrun his stable mate
4: I love it I love it well listen I think it's a good pick and listen I'm not surprised I think you did well here so are we expecting a Philly in the next round that's the question no. Okay.
8: That's all I'll say.
4: Okay, sounds good. <laughs> all right, Johnny, we'll see you back here real soon. All right, um so this is not a full new team. This is actually Dan who's been in the league uh, forever, but Michael Lawson, a new partner here, so we replaced one Michael with another. All right, guys, this is kind of the where it gets a little bit difficult. So let's play the music and let's see what uh, Dan and Michael do. All right. I've got Dan and Michael here. Uh, Michael and and Dan, I don't know if Dan's here or not. It looks like his microphone's on. So maybe he is. I'll
9: kick it Uh, to you though, Michael, give us the pick. Sure. Before I do that, I'm, I got to dump a little on some of the other picks uh, Kelby, of course, is going to curse Rapoli one more time. So I, I already know what's going to happen there. And then the doctor, who's supposed to be so smart, picked a, a horse that's trained by someone who can't even train in, like, the biggest race in this league. I get it. I I, I mean, maybe, maybe it's like this is – maybe it's Christmas just came early because we are picking Sierra Leone for Chad Brown. Um, uh, love the way – this horse fits a lot of good patterns. Uh, we like him, uh, you know expensive horse poor country so hopefully the oxymoron uh, happens he doesn't live up to his namesake but he's owned by Faber uh and his pals i think it's a weisberg and maybe peter brant so this ownership has been chasing a derby he's a two million plus dollar purchase this is a good one we're looking for chad brown to get his first derby and hopefully see him in some of the other legs
4: all right sierra leone he definitely ran a very good race in the rims and you got to think he's just going to get better and better so michael and dan going sierra leone can't I I don't know. I may, maybe a tad early, but I don't think he was going to be uh, there when you guys drafted again. So if you loved him, I, I I appreciate it. So all right, guys, thank you, Michael. Good job, man. I like I like you talking shit. That was good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> all right. So Michael gets the memo. I hear that uh, this is a shit talking league. Sierra Leone goes five. Now we're going to bring in Geist, and we're going to see what he's going to do at six. <phone rings> All right, there he is, guys. Listen, Magic said you're sharply dressed. You're, you're laid back tonight. I like that. I like that a lot. So who are you I, taking at six?
10: I, I would just like to say, you know, Magic doesn't have a lot of confidence because he hasn't been shit-talking at five in the morning this year. So, um, <laughs> you know, he, he can he can do this all he wants. but um, <laughs> So, of course, with the awesome draft position you've given me, you, you've boxed me into a tough luck bob horse at this point, I think. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and take Muth as probably the best available horse on the board who might not score any points.
4: <laughs> we'll see. Muth, uh, Muth ran very well. He ran a winning race, didn't you think, in the Breeders' Cup? Just ran into a buzzsaw, right? Correct, yes. Yeah. All right. You're going Muth. I think he had to take him, so good luck with him. And uh, yeah, the thing about you that kind of sucks is you're in the middle every every round, so... Sorry. I'm just throwing darts from here on out. Okay. Well, that sounds good. All right. Thanks a lot. We'll see what Mooth can do. All right. That can only mean one thing. I'm up next. I do have the horse I want, and you'll hear it at the next start or, or after the music. Well, I was talking with the boys uh, in Vegas. I said, well, you know what? Seven, I do think there is a horse that is going to fall my way that I would like it's El Cappy. I'm taking El Cappy for the seventh horse here. Uh, I was very, very impressed with his debut win at Aqueduct. Got a 99 buyer that day. Sounds like Rick Dutro going to be very patient with this horse. Um, he's been on fire. You know he's dying to get in the big scene, win another derby. So. Well, not win a win a second Derby, I should say. Did win it with Big Brown. So, yeah. Listen, I I think El Cappy is going to be a really nice horse. He's a little bit of a risk because uh, he just has the one race, but I'll take it here with number seven. All right, with number eight, we've got a guy known as Free Beers, known as Free Bears, but he has a new name. You'll hear his new name, and you'll hear his pick next. All right, Paul. First of all, announce to the world what your new name is.
11: Well, uh, you know this uh, this came from Vegas, and and I got to give a big shout out to uh, uh, my my man Ryan Stillman for helping us get there. But uh, uh, you know this would be uh, you know the original double D's. Mm-hmm. I love that. And why would your name be called that? Well, I do have the uh, most fantastic wife in the world. <laughs> And I will just leave it at that. So,
4: All right, the original double D's. Free the double D's, Paul. Here we go. All right, Paul. <laughs> like I said, your wife, uh, maybe a different show. Uh, you can see the double D's. Uh, reach out to Paul privately for that one. All right, Paul. Let's go with your pick here. Who do you want with the eighth pick?
11: Uh, real quick, before I announce that, uh, you'll have to subscribe to, our, to the OnlyFan uh, channel to get that one. But uh, Okay. But that's. Um, so.
4: I'm already a subscriber. It's not there that hot. Go.
11: Uh, so, you know, actually the horse that I'm going to pick right now, um, I, I attempted actually to trade up uh, with Shoddy just so I had a shot to, to get him, but the cards have fallen and, and here he is uh, setting for me to, to take him uh, at number eight. So Knightsbridge is, is off the board.
4: All right. Knightsbridge going to be your pick here. Kind of, I mean, I had him ranked pretty high. I was kind of praying he would come in the second round, but I I really didn't think I would get him. Tell us about Knightsbridge. Why you really like him?
11: Well, a couple things I really like about him. One, you know, Godolphin, you know, they, they know what they're doing when it comes to horses, obviously, uh, you know, Nash is going to run on Saturday. That's one of theirs. But if you look at, uh, at his, uh, bloodline, so he's a, a Nyquist, um, out of a Bernardini mare, which is the exact same cross at Nysos, uh, which is the horse that uh, was drafted number two overall in this league went. And he's also Bill Mott. I mean, Bill Mott is a, is a true professional when it comes to training horses. And uh, if if Knightsbridge is good enough, he'll have him there. All right.
4: Knightsbridge going at number eight. I'm with you. I really like this horse. I think it's a good pick there at eight. All right. Thank you, Paul. All right. Now we go to Jared. We're gonna see what he's up to here. You saw him at the beginning. He's been uh, uh, strategizing here. So let's see who he wants at nine. All right, Jared. Let's hear it. Ninth pick. There's some good horses up there. Who you got?
3: Yeah, there was a few in there. I, I was. This is this. Is, uh, I was. I'm just glad that Locked went because I was kind of like on this fence with Locked. I was like, if Locked is there, I'm gonna to have to take him. Uh, and then Knightsbridge was one I was really hoping Then, you know, Paul texts me before the earlier today. He's like, Hey, who do you think's going to be there when you get drafted? I'm like, dude, I'm not telling you. <laughs> and that was kind of the one, one of the horses I wanted, by the way, is it just me or do we have two Ryan Stillmans in this league? Does not does this, does, <laughs> does, uh, Oson not look like Ryan? Like <laughs> I've, I've thought that multiple times. I've looked down the screen. I'm like, yeah, look at that. Right there. It's like Ryan with, with sunglasses. On. It's the
4: haircut. It's the haircut for sure. Yeah.
3: All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, with all that said, this is a kind of the, the nine spots, a weird spot here because you're at the end and then you go to draft again um, between two horses. I'm trying to decide if this one actually, you know what? Let's do this. I'm going to do the number generator here. I have between two horses. I'm going to number generate all my picks tonight. Um, let's see. Number five and number 10. Hang on. Alright, there you go. Looks like I will be taking uh Leslie's Road. Rose. Leslie Rose, sorry. For Todd Pletcher.
4: Leslie's Rose for Todd Pletcher here at number nine.
3: We're gonna try to get this done in uh again, Whisper Hill Farms by it's a Pletcher horse. We're gonna try to do this take two uh, for Todd Pletcher. If you haven't seen this, this, is a horse that's ran once, uh debuted, we a nice buyer. On that debut, and this looks like kind of the we just barely scratch the surface with this one. Nice breeding. Um, so give me Leslie's Rose. Is that is that? I, I mean, to me, it's like I I don't know that I should you know as far as like taking it this early, but at the same time, I don't know that he would be available too much longer.
4: Well, I I think to start problem number one. That's it's not a he. That is a she. <laughs> so. <laughs> Okay. So there, there is problem number one. Um, I, I will say of Leslie's Rose, not a bad horse. Um,
3: Can I change my pick? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Wow.
4: So if you're a Jared, but now, Jared, here's the I good had news. That horse ranked number five, by the way. Here's the good news. Well, I think for the Oaks, maybe, but here's the good news. The last time you drafted a Philly, you won the league.
3: Yeah, I think I made that mistake that year too. So,
4: yeah. So, all right. Well, Leslie's Rose, uh, I think's gonna win some races. Should get some five pointers there, and hopefully, can kind of progress down the road. Everybody, everybody b- below us, laughing so so hard right now. It's sad, but okay. Uh, he swiped right. Simon says, <laughs> "All right. Well, Leslie's Rose goes in the first round. Um, you know. So we'll see if that pans out. All right. Next, we'll go to number ten, and we'll go to Vinny."
12: Hey Vinny, how are we? I'm I'm okay after <laughs> Jared just took a, a Philly that he didn't know was a Philly.
4: <laughs> well, well uh, let's see if you could let's see what you do at ten here. Um it's it's gonna be interesting. Let's see if you take um well let's just see what route you take. Let us know who you're taking here at number ten.
12: Yeah, I I'm gonna take door knock, at number ten. I didn't think he was gonna be around at number ten. Uh uh, I took a gargan last year and he was terrible i'm i'm half I'm not super high on him but I feel like anybody else I'd take at this point would be a very big reach Yep. so uh, I'm gonna at least take one I know is definitely on the trail <laughs> and he is a half brother than mage so I mean the distance isn't out of the question even though i I think i I don't really see him doing fantastic
4: well do you know who the to the who the favorite is in Vegas right now with the future odds?
12: Dornock. Uh, is it really i thought it was nice Us?
4: no he's like no he's like a doorknock and ryan i think he said he's 12 or 14 to 1 didn't john tell us i can't remember on that one no. um but but yes uh at he least was the believe, at
12: least they believe in him i mean my my worry is that the remsen he kind of he he did fight back and win but he was kind of on a golden rail yeah was, that rail was very golden all day and probably sierra leone ran the, the better race against the bias yeah so i but He's fought in every race he's been in, even though he's got a few losses already. So I I feel like at least maybe he'll pick up points running second or third, uh, like fierceness or somebody like that down the line. I agree. I, I think
4: I think he's got to get his mind right. And, you know, I think that's the big thing. But uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he's got a lot of talent. Um, so I think it's a good one, Vinny. Good job here at yeah, number up? 10. I hate to do it, Vinny, but I got to take you off now because we have to have, let Magic Mike go at 11. So bye, Vinny. Well, this will be terrible, but, well, not Somage, but Magic in it, at least. So we'll go to the 11th pick now, and we have to get them twice. Magic Mike at 11 and 12.
2: Yeah, no, we picked a Philly. Yeah, I want one just like the last one, but uh, we're going to do some, <laughs> some jewels. That, oh, shit, sorry. Hang on a second. Uh,
1: yeah, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I got to say, I'm pretty pissed. Uh, we had Leslie's Rose in this spot, and she didn't make it to us. I don't know how this happened, Magic. I thought we were going to get Leslie's Rose. Boy, when we said we had the
2: uh, we had the sneaky derby winner that nobody was thinking about, you never underestimate Jared. He's always sandbagging. See?
1: Dude is just so sharp. You can't get around him. All right. First pick here. You know, we've taken Bill horses in the past, and it's never worked out. But, you know, we're not going to learn from that. We're going to take a Bill Mott horse here. We get the best one. It's not Knightsbridge. It is Parchment Party. We're going Parchment Party in this spot here. Son of Constitution out of a Tisnow mare. And you know what? This horse loves to close. And if you ask Saratoga Slim, this is a closer's race now. you got to come from the back of the pack. That's what Parchment's going to do. We're going to come from 20th under the wire and win the race, almost like Mage did this year. Not quite 20th, but Parchment Party, your derby winner. Pick number 11. Bang.
4: All right. Parchment Party at 11. I'll play the music, and then you guys will do number 12.
2: All right, number Mike 12. Said didn't, Mike said we didn't have good luck with taking Bill Mott horses, but actually, we, actually, we did have good luck with, uh, you remember, uh, last year, Dr. Miranda came on, picked Rocket Can for us, and this horse, that Rocket Can was the only thing that really kept us uh, somewhat of a hope last year, so we're hoping this one gives a little bit better of a hope. But yes, we like Parchment Party there. Second pick here, first pick of the second round, 12th overall. Listen, it's important to know who the smart people are, that's why we're here. And some smart trainers would be named Chad Brown, Todd Pletcher. We've seen uh, their horses already get drafted. They share a common assistant who's actually very sneaky himself and trained the Kentucky Jockey Club winner. So with the 12th overall pick, we're going to take Honor Marie, uh, uh, son of Honor Code, out of a Smart Strike mare. you got to love the fact that this horse uh, is going to be a, a favorable with distances. So as things, the races get longer down the trail, we've got Honor Marie, Parchment Party. Also a horse that likes to run last to first. And as Mike Samich said, it's now officially a closer's race. You can trust the guy that picked Mage to win the Kentucky Derby on this channel, the man right below me here.
1: And I I just got to say, congratulations to everyone in the league. You're not going to make the worst pick this year. Jared already did it in the first round. So you're just clear. Pressure's off. Pressure's off.
4: You guys are ruthless. Couple of ruthless guys right there. Yeah, listen, I I think Honor Marie and Parchment Party, two horses that are good candidates to be 19th and 20th and finish 9th and 10th. So good job, guys. All right. Well, we got to go, go on now to number 13. We're going to bring the insanity back. Vinny, here we go. Maybe. Maybe. So is it just me or is Vinny gone? I don't see Vinny in the chat here. So. I will I will um stall for a second. I don't I don't see Vinny anywhere. Um there he is. He has just shown up here. We'll wait until he loads.
12: There's Vinny. Where'd you go, Vinny? Sorry. I, I left. I forgot that I picked that quickly. No, that's fine. Do uh, you got it thirteen? Uh well I magic picking Anna Marie was kind of a, a surprise, seeing as he, he slightly shit talked him to me earlier this week. Wow. Um I was not going to pick Anna Marie, but I am uh I feel like I have to go with a at least take one Baffert here, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, Pilot Commander for Bob Baffert.
4: This is kind of what I wanted, Vinny. Tell us why you like him.
12: <sighs> Pedigree is all right. Like race was all race was okay. We'll we'll see. The Carson City on the bottom really, really kind of scares me a bit. Uh, but is act but is actively working and working all right. So we'll uh, we'll see. I mean, one of these. I feel like one of these Bafferts that goes in the later rounds is going to end up being the Baffert that everybody wants late wants by the end of the year. So,
4: boy, that does kind of seem like how it happens when you think
12: about it. it always so. happens. It's always the Baffert that goes in like the third or fourth round seems to be the one that gets the most points in this league. So yep, gonna gonna take my luck here with a Baffert.
4: And I'm with you, man. The year I won it, I had authentic in the third round and it look what happened. So yeah, I'm with you. All right. You're going pilot Commander. Only slightly mad at you Vinny, because I kind of wanted that. Sorry, one, That's okay. <laughs> All right. Let's bring back Jared here for the 14th pick in the draft. We'll see what Jared can do.
3: No. Yeah. They're saying it's a Philly. <laughs> yeah. It's a Philly. You gave me a Philly. Wow. Okay. All right. Todd, this is the last time I ask you for advice. Okay. See ya. All right. All right anyways, I'm back. Um, listen, I, I'll take everything I can get that I, you know, I'm going to deserve everything for the rest of this, probably the rest of my life. Uh, for that one. So, listen, I, I, I'm i going to try to redeem myself. Although now we're just dealing with donkeys at this point and just hoping that, uh, and I'll, by the way, I was between. Would any Dornick the next pick so that would, that would have been a smarter pick but although Maybe. i would have probably picked leslie rose here so <laughs> <laughs> at least it would have been the second round versus the first anyways give me i'm gonna go with baffert here only because i don't pick for the next two hours don't love the horse early didn't lash lo- this i don't didn't love the performance last out finished third in the low south charity but did go off the heavy favorite that day let me give me the uh, uh coach prime
4: well, one thing about Coach Prime, Jared, he was about 20 wide the whole race. I don't know how you get that wide in a short field. He was kind of running down the stretch, expensive purchase. So, is that kind of the things you've seen from uh, Coach Prime that get, still give you confidence?
3: Yeah. I mean, it's you know, like you just kind of go down the list. The non racing, we know what that's about. You know, it was a huge purchase price $1.7 million. Went off the favorite of the futurity. Um, quality road out of the street since Mayor. I mean, obviously, there's a million things to like about the horse other than the fact that it, you know finished third last time out so you know i think that debut or not i'm sorry the maiden special weight breaking race that was like oh wow that's that's a, and of course he was bet like that horse uh in the future so you know we've learned you know you and i uh, all of us have learned the hard way several times you can't take a horse off of one race that kind of looks like oh they're just done they're just not a, they're not the horse we thought they were especially when they're you know these two-year-olds so again like i said you're you're basically talking about like send with Booth or Risk It or Timberlake with Cox, you know, and so it's like, to me, it's like, I want a good, I want a Baffert horse that I know is going to be uh, running in some of these big races out there. So give me coach prime.
4: All right. Coach prime for Jared at 14. Hopefully he does better than the real coach prime this year who uh, started hot and then fizzled a little bit. All right. Coach prime goes 14. Uh, yeah. He ran, uh, he ran tough. He kept going there. So we'll see if he can improve next out. All right. Back to number. Uh, let's see. What is it? This is number 15 and it's uh wait is, i thought i was 15 am i not 15 maybe not all right well let's go <laughs> let's go to actual double d's for the 15th pick uh As i try to find my
11: all right paul 15th pick who you got well, with a name like uh, Actual Double Ds, I'm not sure how you can fit. forget it was my turn. But, I know. I, um, I, w- I think I was just really excited for this horse, and so I thought it was my turn, but it's not. Well, I'll, I'll go quickly so we can, we can get to you, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Track Phantom here. So even if he finishes second to Nash, I mean, that's a horse I'd want to finish second to uh, in mm-hmm. a race. So I'm going to go with uh, Steve Asmussen and uh, Track Phantom.
0: All right,
4: Steve and Track Phantom. I'll ask you the same thing I asked Ryan: uh, excited or nervous? Uh, what's the more of the feeling going into Saturday's race?
11: So if I had Nash, I would be nervous. With Track Phantom, I'm excited because it's only positive, right? So if he beats Nash, then you you've really got something special here in the second round. And if he can finish close to Nash, then then you still you're looking at upside. So nervous for Ryan, um, excited for at track phantom
4: yep i agree with that i think that's uh, that's the right way to look back look at it all right track phantom at 15 all right we're gonna take paul out here here comes a 16th pick from me all right well i'm gonna keep uh drafting lightly raced horses and that could be not not the greatest here in a few weeks but I really liked the debut from Merit. Merit, trained by Safi, Joseph, Edgar Zayas was aboard for the debut. Uh, debut went at Gulfstream Park. I thought it was pretty solid. Just kind of have that feeling that Merit's going to be that Gulfstream horse that's going to show up in those early races and maybe be okay. I know Gulfstream's going to have some toughies with Fierceness down there and maybe even El Capi. But I just think Merit is one to look at. You know, if he's out class, we may go to Tampa with him. Uh, you know, Safi's done that in the past as well. So. I thought he was a decent enough first time starter. I don't like having two horses that have only have one race, but I liked merit quite a bit like the pedigree. So we'll see what happens with merit. So merit for me at 16, let's bring in guys for pick 17. All right, guys, take it away. Yeah. I, what I really appreciate a
10: lot about the, the good horses that are remaining are all the high quality workouts they've had since October and November. So I, I know everybody likes to put them on the shelf, but half of these horses probably aren't going to race again in, in 2024. So yeah, um, I'm going to go of defiance um, against my better judgment. Won, won the one, the maiden back in October has had one workout at least since then. Um, you know, we'll see if he gets back on track here.
4: Yeah. I like that one guys. I had him like, I was between him and Merritt there. So I think that's a good one. Um, And you're right. You're just kind of taking a shot here. So I get it. All right. So Air of Defiance now at 16, or excuse me, at 17. Let's go to pick 18. We're bringing back Michael. We're bringing back Dan.
9: All right. Michael and Dan, pick 18 here. Take it away, boys. Who you got? All right. I spoke to Dan about this one. I've been laughing because I think everyone so far has picked the wrong Baffert. I think I got the right one. I'm going to go for a little bit of a bomb here with a horse that hasn't worked. Uh, has no works, but some a little birdie told me that this horse will run in 2024. And he was actually my top two-year-old pick when they purchased this horse. We're going to go with Heartland in uh second here. Um... Now this horse isn't currently running. I pounded him on debut because uh, I saw Elliot Walden from Windstar that morning, or before watching the horse work. He never shows up to the track, so a little bit of a was a little bit of a hunch there, and I just have I'm, I might get cave rocked with this pick, and I ho- and I'll take full responsibility because I did bring this up uh, to Dan. So I'll take responsibility if we get cave rocked. But I just think that it's a uh, I think that this horse is going to come back, and this is a really good horse, and hopefully if Bob doesn't run it. WinStar will move him to another trainer because I, I know that's a problem with picking Zidane don horses because they can just lay off for five years. But I'm hoping this will run, dude. I like it. I like it. I really liked this horse, and and obviously I'm just scared
4: because of the layoff. But I thought he was fantastic on debut, so I like it. Hope you guys do well. Well, not that well, but somewhat well with Heartland there at 18 all right it's back to the defending champions here for 19 shotty and davy are back i feel like i haven't seen shotty in ages so we'll bring her back here for the 19th pick all right shotty who you got
8: someone owes me 20 dollars, and they know who they are um so i'm really happy that this horse fell to us i was so worried i can finally tell my mom picking liberal arts will mean something (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> what a job there i like that Chatty. that's great that's great so liberal arts for you
8: yeah pointing towards the southwest um you know since i'm going to be at oakland a couple of races this year i definitely want to see some of my horses in action just like uh like red Rock one and verifying last year so uh yeah. very excited to see them hopefully in the rebel stakes this year
4: nice yeah, I get it. There's nothing more exciting than watching your fantasy horse in person. You were there, like said for Red Route one. I remember sorry. Evil, sorry Evil,
8: for your right eardrum.
4: No, oh, that's okay. <laughs> Evil Steve will ruin my left one when Cyberknife won that year. He was so excited. <laughs> so it is definitely it's so excited to watch those races in person. And then when you have horses, it's even better. So I like it. I hope uh liberal arts does well for you. All right, shoddy, they're at 18 with liberal arts, excuse me, 19 with liberal arts. Let's bring Ryan Stillman back in and we'll see what John and Ryan do at number 20. All right, Mr. Stillman, you're up at 20. Who you got?
0: Okay. With the 20th pick, the Ryan John team take drum roll, please. He finished a respectable third to Dornock and Sierra Leone who have already been taken. And that gives us two horses trained by Brad Cox.
4: All right. You are riding the cocks this year, Mr. Stillman. Uh, congratulations. This is great. Um, drum roll, please. Yeah, he ran OK. Probably should get a little bit better. So I like it. Uh, is, uh, is John having a good time following uh, the draft? That's my question.
0: John's having a blast. I mean, talk about what we've seen so far. So who knows what's next? Fingers crossed we get some more bombs on this toe board. All great- right.
4: Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, John, uh, with drumroll, please. John and Ryan, I should say, with drumroll, please, and with Nash, a couple of Cox horses. All right. Uh, the Double Ds are back. We'll see what they do. Let's bring in Dr. Tang and see who they take at 21. So, All well, right, Doc,
7: It looks like he's got a guest with you here. So. He's just trying to... Burp him. Anyway. <laughs> and then Dr. Miranda says suck it to you. Sorry I said that in front of my son, but wow. Anyway. You're a great father. I am father of the year. Um, I'd like to thank Magic for reading my whole uh, resume and CV that that'll that'll treat me well. So yeah. with the 21st pick the double Ds are taking Wine Steward. All right, the Wine Steward. Yes, uh, Maker's uh, trainers Mike Maker. I think he deserves a Derby soon, but I took we took Wine Steward because this horse was supposed to race on Breeders' Cup Day. For some reason, scratched, and I actually really like this horse on Breeders' Cup Day. I was going to play this horse on my BCBC, but uh, he's had a couple of workouts, so we think he's going to have a strong. Uh, 2024 gave Locke all he could handle in his last race except that you know almost re-rallied on him but um, we think he's, he can get the distance so the wine steward for us. All right, the wine steward there at number 21.
4: Thanks, Doc, and uh, good luck there. You got your hands full, so I'll let you get back to it. But we'll see you here in a couple seconds. As Kevin B says Doc's son hates that pick, so we'll see. That's pretty – that made me laugh. So, all right, we'll go now. Uh, we'll go back to Kelby and Evil Stevele. I feel like I haven't seen these boys in a few few hours. It's been a while, but they're back here, the 22nd pick. All right, guys, you got who you wanted, no doubt. With the number one pick, who are you guys taking at 22?
5: Kelby, you want to take this one or me? Uh, go ahead. All right, so Inside Source says Catching Freedom. All, all Family, Brad Cox, uh, out of Constitution and a pioneer, the now mayor. So uh, kind of give us a, a, a different circuit that will be running on. So we're feeling pretty good about this one.
4: All right. Catching freedom. Kelby, who was the inside source? I have to know.
1: Top secret. Can't tell you.
5: <laughs> you didn't think I had the inside source? No. I, well, that's listen. <laughs> I, I, I set Kelby
4: up there, and he he didn't fail. That was great. <laughs> Kelby, before we take you guys off here, will you give the fans an update on Husker Butch and how he's doing?
3: He has been tearing the barn down. He is ready to rock. He's I think he's going to fire a big one.
4: Hell, yeah.
3: Horses we're talking about now and the big one for him are two completely different things. But where he's going to be, he's it's going to be uh, tough to beat.
4: All right. I like it. So a guaranteed win for Husker Butch next out. So I like that. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in another. Well, no, actually, we're going to see yeah. you right back here. Hold on. Let me play the tune. And you guys will have the 23rd pick. got thrown off there all right guys 23rd pick who you got hall of fame hall of fame all right why do you like hall of fame
11: well some more inside information
3: he's a uh, 1.4 million saratoga select uh with uh he's with ashmussen i think he's working at fairgrounds ran once uh, kind of a troubled start at churchill ran second but he's he was kind of the Whatever, whatever you want
4: to call him, but he's going to be dark horse that... <clears throat> under the radar, kind of. Yeah, gotcha. Um, okay, inside information again. I'll ask Evil Stevel this time. Evil, where did the inside information come from, Kelby? <laughs> <laughs> well you guys are fucked i mean oh wait no all right well we're gonna get out of here thank you guys for the pick this was great uh inside information on husker butch and two other horses and hopefully we have uh, some more inside information uh from you guys next time all right thanks for the two picks there guys oh man love those two guys all right we're gonna bring the double d's back in here uh with their 24th pick doc will be back on the other side of this All right, Doc. You're back here with a 24th pick. Who are you taking?
7: 24th pick. <laughs> Watch your mind. 24th pick. Uh, Double D's are taking one of my favorite restaurants in Las Vegas, Carbone. Ooh, I
4: didn't know. I didn't know that was a restaurant, Doc. But I love this horse. Go ahead, tell him about it. Yes, me.
7: Carbone. We're taking the Ass Man. Yes, Steve Asmussen. Uh, I don't know if he's the first one that's taken, but yes, the ass man is going to take us to the promised land. Um, he had an excellent, (laughs) excellent (laughs) race, broke his maiden. It was super impressive, very professional. Um, we liked everything about it, had a nice gallop out. We think, you know, he's by Metolian street sense, street sense, Kentucky Derby, you know, winner, um, Steve knows what he's doing. So, uh, he had a nice uh, speed figure of 96, so we we like this horse a lot, and we're, we're glad we got it in our third pick to win this thing.
4: I'm with you. I like that horse as well, Doc. I think that's a good pick. Really, really good on debut. You know, by Matoli. I'll ask you this before you get off here. Any worry about the stretch out, or do you think the dam side's good enough though it won't be a problem?
7: Yeah, we're trying to see if the dam side will stretch. That was a little, you know, the iffy on it, but... Uh, we think the damn side will, will, will get this horse through. Yep, I'm with you. All right, thanks a lot, Doc.
4: We'll see you back here in a little bit. We'll bring back jo- uh, Ryan to the John and Ryan team. Ryan, the representative here. They've got the 25th pick. We'll see what they do. All right, Ryan, you're back here. You got the 25th pick. Who you taking?
0: The Ryan-John team takes yet another cox horse, Lightline. We just hope he's half as good as Flatline.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, Lightline, so are you guys worried at all now that you've got three Brad Cox horses?
0: Wow. I mean, yeah, but, you know, one good thing about Cox is you know he can get a horse to the Derby. He's going to spread these horses out well. So it causes nerves, but, dang, is he just good at getting horses to the big dances. So
4: You, you totally missed the line. You could have said one good thing about Cox is you could never have enough. And that would have been it, but you <laughs> failed You failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah.
4: All right, Ryan, thanks. Uh, we'll see what happens with all your Cox here uh, as we go down the Derby trail all right, Shottie is coming back for the Shottie and Davey team. She'll be up next to tell us who she's picking at 26. All right, Shottie, let's hear it. 26 pick, who are you taking?
8: Well, we knew this was bound to happen since my partner uh, is a local to the Remington track.
10: Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh.
8: We thought this would happen later, but... We are going to take the springboard mile your Otto the Conqueror. <laughs> I well, laugh as I say. So tell the people,
4: <laughs> you guys were there together. You watched this We course. were. Mm-hmm. Um, so what were your thoughts on him?
8: Well, I really hope it rains wherever he races next because he, he really likes the mud.
4: <laughs> Shotty, personally, are you concerned that that buyer spe- speed figure came back uh, very low?
8: Uh, a little bit uh, I, uh <laughs> I i i personally i i think you know out of the two that were in the front he's the more likely to maybe have success on the derby trail so that was our decision
4: here okay. listen you kept me from taking him and that's that could be good for me because i always okay. take I him, could so. be
8: saving you
4: you could have done me a favor here so uh i do like that. yeah
8: come on come on barbara represent we we love that
4: (laughs) exactly i love it all right well Otto the conqueror there at 26 thanks shoddy for coming in and giving me that one all right we'll go back to number 27 here we'll bring in michael and dan and we'll see what they're going to do with the 27th pick
9: all right boys take it away All right, I'm texting my partner here, and he's got, he said, we got a list of horses. I'm going to have to, I guess it looks like we're going to go with this one, because I don't see he's taken. We're torn, but we're going to go with Rhyme Scheme, Rhyme Scheme as our third pick. All right, Rhyme Scheme, what do you guys like about Rhyme Scheme? Uh, Well, Dan texted me that he really, and I feel, I mean, this don't laugh, but he says he likes the ghost sapper in the breeding, so I know that people make fun of the guy who's handicapped in the breeding, but... I think at this point, I think this is a horse that'll probably run in some of these races and get points. So he fits a a good pattern.
4: Yep. For a third round pick. I I agree with you there, buddy. I think that's, that's not too bad of a one. So rhyme scheme going at 27. Thank you guys. All right. 28th pick guys is back. He looks fired up and ready. Let's see who he takes for the 28th pick. Yeah. And just real quick, Aaron, you probably are going to have some
10: people from Netflix reaching out to you. Um, I don't know if you know this, but they're filming a show about horse racing. Oh, wow. And they were filming at the Breeders' Cup. I did not know that. No. And, uh, you know, I was talking to one of the producers and I said, listen, if you want a couple of guys who are very into horse racing, who'd be good to highlight in the show, who make constant, you know, sexually homophobic and you know, double entendre <laughs> jokes in her shit face before the races even start. Like, you've got to go talk to Aaron and Jared. <laughs> and they were, they were all on board with it.
4: Wow. Wow. What did I do to deserve that? What have I done to you?
10: Uh, I mean, other than make me have the worst pick every year, nothing.
4: <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, who are you taking? <laughs> uh,
10: you know what? I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go a little, a little off script here. And I'm going to go with my trainer. So I'm going to take stronghold because nothing says derby contender like second in the low Southie charity.
5: So
4: stronghold, uh, you know what I didn't, you think, did you, I mean, I'm sure you watch race. I thought he was winning that thing for the I, longest time. I thought he did too. I'm
10: just going to keep picking horses who finished second. That should have won. And you know, I, I yeah, I, I, th- I thought he ran a great race. I don't know how much you can take out of any race at low Sal. Yeah. Um, but at, at least I know I can maybe get some people to ask Phil questions about him. So
4: yeah. Hey, I like it. I think it's a good pick. All right, you're gonna go with Stronghold. All right. That means it's my turn with the 29th pick here. Ooh, I'm trying to decide. All right, 29th pick on the other side of the
6: music.
4: Oh boy, this is where it gets a little bit tough. I'm I'm between a couple here. Um, I'm all right. I'm going to do it. Cause I do love this trainer. I went, I'm going to go with, I should say legalize at number 29. Uh, this horse trained by Cherie Devoe, a, a, a trainer. I like to bet, uh, didn't run very well on debut, came back, ran a huge race. Second out at Churchill downs won pretty easily. Now the horse is by constitution out of an unbridled song mare, So I think the horse will stretch out even though he is entered to run in the sugar bowl stakes this weekend at fairgrounds, which is a sprint, but I think we're just going to sprint and then maybe try route if he runs well. So uh, I'm going to go legalize here at number 29, take a little bit of a shot. All right. We'll be back now with the doc. We'll have doc come in and we'll talk to actual or no, I'm sorry, Paul. I saw the double D's. I thought it was doc. It's Paul. Paul's coming in next with the 30th pick. Paul, I never thought I'd say it too many double D's, too many double D's. I'm getting them
11: confused. Well, if, if you're, if you're willing to say, uh, you can never have too many cocks, I would think you can never have too many double D's is much better. So you're right. Um, so it, you know, I, I, I thought I was going to have legalized it at this pick. So, uh, um, great pick by you. In fact, I'm so upset with the pick, I'm going to leave the country uh, completely. I'm going to go to Japan and select uh, Forever Young. Um, trainer had a horse in the Derby, scratched uh, the day of or, or the day prior uh, last year. So, uh, uh, and a couple of uh, Japanese horses were selected last year, and they both did really well. Um, yep. We all know that Japan is uh, is coming uh, um, hard at uh, at the dirt races in America. And even if the horse uh, from Japan doesn't pan out, it's got to be better than drafting a Philly in the first round.
4: <laughs>
11: <Jesus>.
4: <laughs> the beat plays on as Jared will <laughs> draft at 31 here, but uh, yeah, I like it forever young. And you're right, man. Uh, you know, I was, it was guys I believe, that believe that or that drafted last year, and after what we saw in the classic, Paul, it's just got to strengthen that opinion because. Maybe if he gets out of the gate well, he might
11: win that Derby last year. That, at least that's my thought. What about you? No, I, I thought he, he ran tremendous. If you go back and watch that race, I mean, he had a horrible trip, but was still running at the end. And and the horse hadn't ran since the Derby. And yeah. look what he did in in the Breeders' Cup Classic. So, yep.
4: well, good luck. I hope you have as much success there with Forever Young. Paul takes Forever Young there at thirty. All right. We're going to Jared, boy. People are just ruthless on this on this thing tonight. But we'll go to Jared with the 31st pick.
3: All right, Jared. 31st yeah, no, uh, everyone everyone afterwards should be thanking me because no matter what happens, whatever Japanese horse is picked or whatever, it's like, nah, at least you did not pick a J- uh, affiliate in the first <laughs> round. So uh, there's <laughs> that. I did like the Japanese horse. I was going to take that maybe as a flyer just to kind of round out my perfect team in the last round. Uh, I did just get word, though, from Todd that we are pointing to the Belmont with uh, Leslie's Rose. So for we're sure. going to work backwards from that. So who's laughing now? Fuck everyone else. All <laughs> right. For my third... What, what round are we in? Third round pick? Yep. Give me... This horse is... This is one of those... It's like... It, like, I don't know how good the horse is, but it's also, like, been running in good races. Obviously, just ran in the Breeders' Cup, and all three horses that beat him were... Have been picked already. So give me uh, Timberlake.
4: Timberlake for you at thirty-one. Yeah, Timberlake uh, was a little disappointing in the in the uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile, but uh, you think he's got a big year ahead of him? Um, I guess down at maybe Fairgrounds or Oakland.
3: Yeah, I mean, and to me, it's it's this was more of a value standpoint, and more than anything, it's like, well, it's Brad Cox. The horses just ran in back to back. One, by the way, won a Grade One. Um, and then, or I guess I would say three straight grade ones, got second in the hopeful, won the whole champagne and then finished fourth in the, in the breeders cup. So obviously like they're running this horse in big races and you know, you know, this horse is going to at least begin the race or begin the year in, in derby contentions. Right. Um, wasn't the most, uh, eye pleasing race, but it also wasn't terrible either. So I think, uh, we're going to see him at least once or twice and maybe he can, um, you know, make some noise at least for, you know, give me some points underneath.
4: Yeah. I think it's a good pick in this spot. I think he's fell down to where he's, he's very draftable. So Timberlake at 31 for Jared. There will now go to Vinny for pick 32. All right, Vinny 32, take it away.
12: Well, I am a little, uh little mad that uh the actual double D's took forever. Young. I hit, <laughs> I was really, I honestly was about to take him in the third, um, but instead of that, I'm going to take i uh, I'm going to take an unraced horse for my third round pick. New King. Okay. He's a $700,000 purchase that has been working at lights out at Santa Anita. You can put, hit, you can put whatever hip you want there. Magic. You want his hips, uh, 679 technically, but, uh, <laughs> into mischief by distorted humor based on the works it looks like he's working for baffert so i i'm gonna go with another uh i'm gonna go with another california based horse here all right
4: new king uh there for vinny and yeah vinny definitely uh gonna try to take that unraised horse i i uh, have not heard of this one i'll be honest but uh if it's working for baffert (laughs) it's 50 50 it's gonna be a stud so (laughs) yeah we'll see what happens there all right vinny with 32 on New King. Well, we'll bring back Magic Mike now for the double up here of 33 and
6: 34.
4: All right, boys.
1: Hey, Matt, do you think we'll be able to claim Hip uh, 679 for less than 15K, like the last unraced horse Vinny, Vinny drafted? Yeah, 15K. Yeah, yeah but I'm thinking like a 10K. Right. 10K claimer at Parks, where Doc wins a seat in some tournament, probably the future for hip 679 here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with Jamie Ness training him. Yeah, yes. well, obviously, that's when you want to claim him. All right, we're, yeah, going, to, uh, we're going to we're going go to Florida-based horse on this one. Ran fourth to fierceness on debut. Ran second to Sierra Leone, going a mile at Aqueduct, and then looked awesome, breaking the maiden last time out. Should we get train's change of command? That's going to be the third-round pick for the Magic Mike Show, and you know it's a good pick. Because Aaron looks pissed. Yep, yep.
4: I thought that was a perfect horse for right about here. So, yeah, that's that's good. I would have definitely taken him uh, with my pick this round. So, all right. I, I I like it. Magic, do you want to add anything, or can we go to the next pick? No. He said it all.
2: <laughs> I do want to say more. The best part about picking right after Vinny is that when he starts talking, I still, I've got three hours to go out, take a shit, take a nap, get some (laughs) groceries, pop a couple beers, come back, and it's still uh, about an hour and a half left before uh, it's going to be my pick. Um,
1: You also know he's not going to take your horse because he's going to
2: take some random ass donkey. (laughs) Yeah, he he was mad that he couldn't get a Japanese horse that only two of you even heard of or aware of. uh, So he took an unraced horse, We're going to be trained by a guy who, as we discussed ad nauseum, cannot go to the Kentucky Derby with it. So great job on that one. Uh, That's fine. Listen, with this 34th pick, I'm surprised with this being a draft show and everybody loving the draft show that is the NFL and the NFL insiders and the NFL names that are out there, nobody's bothered to take Rappaport. We're going to take Rappaport in the fourth round. And Rappaport is a horse that you might be thinking about. Well, Ma- Magic, he's a maiden. Yeah, like, you're right. He's a maiden. Everybody in the first of January sees that Todd Pletcher maiden that wins by eight lengths at Gulfstream Park. He's on our team. You ain't claiming him, bitches. Don't even try to do it. This is a maiden by constitution out of a grade three winning Now Nowmare. Third on debut at Keeneland going six furlongs. Who are the horses that beat him? Oh, Booth and Nash. Where did Nash go? Third overall. Where's Booth? Um, they're probably going to be drafted by Geist next time out. Second in the second start going eight and a half furlongs was Rappaport. If you watched that, it was an insufferably bad trip. Like, it's so wide, unbelievably wide. Louise Saez, I love you, but you've screwed me twice. Today was one, Rappaport was the other time. So we're going to take Rappaport here in the fourth round. Uh, Sienna Farm, Windstar Farm, Constitution tis now. Hmm, I feel like those combinations, the, the Constitution tis now. I feel like that's worked well for us in the past, um... We didn't really break any laws, but tis the season to be jolly.
4: I love that you make fun of Vinny, and then you just went on a like a diatribe there about a horse that's a maiden. So that's nice. Um, Samich, so before, before I let you go here, Samich, um you probably didn't watch Sharp. Did you watch Sharp Money today on VSIN at all?
1: I did not watch it today.
4: So Patrick, Dustin, and Amal all were just all over the 2 and 25 Pistons. They were just so excited to bet the 2 and 25 Pistons. Fifty six seconds ago I text Patrick. I said, No, nah, you're screwed on this one. Jazz one seventeen, Pistons one oh six. Shout out to my buddy Patrick, though. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Sorry you lost the bet.
1: You know, he, he actually texted me and said, Come on, Mike, the Pistons spot is juicy tonight, you know? And I texted back, thanks for the reminder. Locking in the jazz now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I sent him something as uh, similar.
1: So <laughs> I am a little sad that Magic vetoed the horse I wanted to take here because I know Patrick is watching and I had a great history reference because we were going to take a horse that the conflict started because the Archduke Francis Ferdinand was assassinated and he will know exactly what it is. I doubt anyone else in this league has a clue what I'm talking about.
4: Wow. Yeah, he definitely would. Yeah, shout out to our buddy, Patrick. We love you, Patrick. Sorry, uh, on the bet tonight. So just uh, hey, hey, had to Aaron. bring that up while Mike was on the air Aaron. here. Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we can have a big rally here. Doesn't look like it. All right. Sorry, Patrick, but we still love you. All right. Let's get on to the rest of the draft. I just, this <laughs> is so funny. Listen, that's a great show, by the way. Sharp Money on VEASAN. Um, if you want uh, really good, well, minus the Pistons, if you want really good picks and and some really good laughs, check out that show. much is on there, and I'm on there some as well. So, all right, let's get to Vinny and the 35th pick.
6: Whoops!
4: Little double clicking there by me, Vinny. Sorry about all that. All Who right, you taking? Right. I can't.
12: I be, can't believe Magic just trashed me and took a maiden can uh, either uh, come on come on and also with the pistons game tonight i did have Cade cunningham over 23 and a half so i had that on the, the racing dudes best bets page so nice. if you if you played along congratulations he has 26 um but i'm going to take a scatify for john sadler with uh with my fourth round pick uh broke his maiden on the undercard of the uh Los Al sal uh Los Al fraternity day look pretty good doing it I like the pedigree a little bit. I think he's got a he's got a shot. I don't know how Sadler will fare with the Bafferts, but I don't know. These California-based horses seem to do better than most of the other circuits, so I'm going to try that s- this this year. I thought
4: that horse looked good. I- I'm with you on that one. I think that's a pretty good pick. So Scatify going with the 30 pi- thirty-fifth, the thirty-fifth pick. You can tell I'm getting <laughs> tired. All right, so Scatify at thirty-five. We'll go back to Jared here for pick number thirty-six. Right, Jared pick 36 who you got
3: you, you know what do you what is it that magic does has to do every time he thinks about having sex
11: <laughs> I I He has
3: to use his imagination so with my pick here I'm going to go with imagination for Bob Baffert
4: <laughs> that's a pretty good one Jared um let's talk about imagination for a second here yeah. okay anyways of-
3: I, I was sitting on that one for a second so I had to use it uh imagination uh, it's actually a maiden uh, pilot commander who I believe I know was taken. But I don't remember where, where this horse was taken, but has been taken um, way earlier. And so this is a horse that beat this uh, horse on debut, came back, um, got beat again, ran second. Like this horse has ran two good races, just been beat uh, the last time. Maybe you could say, well, it probably should have won. This is a horse that is a huge purchase price um, uh, with, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the typical, it's not Zidane, but it's like SF Racing, Starlight, Mad Cat. Stone, you know, the whole group there. Um, but, you know, Million Dollar Horse, you know, Intimus Chip out of Empire Maker. This horse has got all kinds of uh, uh, ability, at least should, at least on paper. So maybe this horse gets it together. But uh, didn't know if this horse would be available the next time I pick here in an hour. So I thought I'd go ahead and take uh, one more Baffert here.
4: Yep. I liked Imagination as well. I think it's a good pick. So Imagination off the board now. We'll bring Paul back, and we'll see what he does at 37. All right, Paul, you never have to use your imagination when uh, doing what Jared described, obviously, but who are you taking with the
11: 37th pick? Uh, Before I announce the pick, I I need to ask you a trivia question. So in the history of the the Fantasy League, who is the only person that's ever drafted a horse that – has not ran that actually made the derby what i have no
4: idea I do. you're talking to him right now kings Barnes last year oh yeah i no i thought you meant never mind i i thought you meant hadn't ran leading up to the derby i was like yeah. what are you talking about yes i
11: knew the answer to that i knew the answer to that that was you yes so we're going to attempt to do that two years in a row Gotcha. Uh, so if you're if you're watching at home, write uh, write the name of this horse down. Uh, Eagles Flight.
4: Eagles so Flight. Okay.
11: He is a, he is a half uh, to the greatest horse I've seen run live in my lifetime, and that's Flightline. Okay. So he's a half to Flightline. What? Uh, I mean, same same trainer. I mean, who's got him? You know, S- Sadler has him. Okay. Uh, he's he's out of curling instead of Tapit or by Curlin instead of Tappet. Uh, that's the the only difference. Same dam. Uh, and like I said, Sadler has them. And uh, he's got uh, four works in um, out uh, on the West Coast already. Uh, a bullet and the other two were uh, a second uh, a fastest workout on the day. Okay.
4: Well, I did not have this horse rode down, and you are the king at this. So hopefully you do it again. I, I like it. This is uh, Obviously, Flightline was very good, so we'll see if this horse
11: and uh, live up to that probably not but but even if he doesn't that'll be okay i'm okay if he gets you know a third of the way there as good as that horse was
4: he might win the derby if he gets to a third of the way there
11: would you agree exactly
4: yeah (laughs) all right paul that's uh paul there with number 37 the actual double d's let's go to 38 that means it's my pick oh no i wasn't ready for this all right let's see who i'm taking at 38 I believe I need a horse with a little bit of experience and uh, this horse actually beat two of the horses that uh, have already been drafted. So I thought that was interesting here I'm talking about stronghold and coach prime. I'm going to take wine stock here with a 38th pick. Um I, I will be a thousand percent honest. I don't love this horse. Uh, I don't have any aspirations for this horse to be some kind of monster, but since, since the last two races has looked better, or I thought really dug in and ran well. I, for the 38th pick, I'm kind of a little bit weak as far as experience goes. Don't have a lot of experience sources. This one is a graded six winner at least. So I'll take Weinstock here with pick number 38. All right, let's go to Geist with pick 39. All right, take it away, Geist.
10: Yeah, so when I was looking at you know what to do in the fourth spot here in my fourth pick, I wanted to make sure I did a good job drafting the first horse that I was going to drop. I feel like that's better than your fifth round pick. The fourth round pick, you know, take take a little shot on it. Right. Um, so I'm going to go with the horse that actually beat Lightline, who I liked much more, um, and, and go with Stretch Ride, um, a Dale Romans trainee. Um, and, and just maybe squeeze some points out somewhere. You know, you're going to get that horse to run a lot. I
4: think that's the good news,
10: right? Uh, it, 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 the horse, uh, that's, I mean, that's why I would have taken auto because you know that they're going to run that horse as many places as they can. And you're going to get some
2: points.
4: Yep. A- absolutely. I get it. All right. Stretch ride, Elson. I had him ranked. I was going to take him if he so, was available next. So stretch ride, for you there at 39. All right, we're going to go back now to Michael and Dan for pick number 40.
9: All right, boys, pick 40. Take it away. All right. Well, we're we're torn between two horses here, but, you know, I think it's time we get a little cocks in our life. We're going to go with Rocketeer for Brad Cox. I think he trains a right at the horse broke. It's made into Keeneland E five racing stable. You know, I think, I think this one's sitting on a, on a good effort. He's he's he's, he hasn't run it yet. So I think we're, we're sitting on a good one here.
4: Yeah. The pickings get a little slim. When you get down here, you got to take some chances. I thought rocketeers a decent one here. I I think you'll have some success with him and boy, a lot of Brad Cox horses uh, getting uh, taken in this draft tonight. So, all right, rocketeer number 40 for Dan and Michael. All right. Shoddy and Davey with pick number 41. Let's see what the defending champs do in the fourth round. All right, Shottie, who you got?
8: Well, I can't get my partner to respond to text, so I hope he's enjo- enjoying his dinner. Um, <laughs> I, we're, I'm going to combine both of our lists here and pick a horse that not only... We both are okay with, but I actually have got uh, gotten my coworker uh, into the racing dudes. And if she's watching, mm-hmm. Ryu, uh, we are going to go ahead and pick your horse that you picked, Alicia Meadows.
4: All right. I don't know this horse, to be honest with you. So what's a, what's the story on this one?
8: It's a Bill Mott, uh, undefeated. Uh, just actually re- uh, won recently. Uh, it's a City of Light colt out of a warfront mare. Uh, just finished a, first an allowance, so I'm going to go ahead and assume we'll be going on to Stakes Company next. hmm uh, let's see, it's a New York, New York, uh, circuit, so we'll see what goes on with Alicia Meadows, and you know what, it's kind of just a, like, hey, hanging in with you. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> uh, um. so... Yeah, I,
4: th- I I I researched the horse here as you were or pulled him up on Ex- Equibase at least. Yeah, the New York bred, uh, that's what threw me off. Didn't have him ranked, but yeah, you're right. Two nice wins, City of Light, pretty good sire, uh, young sire I should say. Uh, don't have a lot of data on him yet, but by a, a Warfront mare as well. So distance, right? I mean, got 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 to be pretty good stretching out, you would think, right?
8: Yeah, that's the hope.
4: Yep. All right. So
8: sorry, oh. Davey, if that's not how you wanted, but. Uh... <laughs>
4: Gotta listen, you gotta show up and we get exactly who you want there.
8: Exactly.
4: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Shoddy. There. legion Meadows uh for shoddy. All right. Let's get uh Ryan back in and see who John and Ryan see if they take another Brad Cox horse here. Uh we'll see what happens here at 42. All right, Ryan. Will there be another Cox in your life? Who you going with at 42?
0: <laughs> the Ryan John team is finally taking a horse trained by somebody other than Brad Cox. We are taking El Magnifico trained by Steve Asmussen, who has only won more than 10,000 races. El Magnifico will win. Repeat. will win a maiden race Saturday at fairgrounds.
4: Ooh, are you guaranteeing it?
0: I mean, if it's coming from Ryan Stillman, it's not a guarantee. <laughs> it's a hopeful wish.
4: Hey, I did see that horse was entered. So good luck. And boy, your whole team's running Saturday at Fairgrounds. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. As Sylvia said, finally had enough cocks. All right, Ryan. Thanks a lot for the pick there. We'll see what happens uh, with El Magnifico. Okay. All right, Double D's coming back next year, and Dr. Tang's set to join us for the 43rd
6: pick.
7: All right, no cussing. No cussing, Doc. Who you got? She's out anyway, so I can say all I want. Okay. I gave him some wine. I'm just kidding. Doctor's orders. Um, We are going with, we haven't had any pletcher in our, in our in our picks today. So we're going with Moonlight. All right. As going our with... 43rd pick. Okay. Going with Moonlight. I like that horse as well.
4: Um any any other thoughts on him?
7: Well, I mean, I think, you know, you know that race uh, that he ran when he got beat by liberal Arts. He was in the mud, did a lot of scratches. I think we give him a second chance to see how he can stretch out. I think pletcher is a great trainer to do that with with him. So Um, I also like the breeding from that standpoint as well. Hopefully with the stretch out, you know, he's, uh, by audible and tap it. So, you know, he's got some breeding, see if we can stretch out and I know Pletcher will run him, so he can get some points from that standpoint. All right. Moonlight
4: going in at number 43. We'll see you back here in just a second, uh, for pick number 46. All right. 43 is moonlight. We're bring Kelby and Evil Steve in. I won't screw it up. We'll we'll bring him in for two picks here. Uh, we'll start with pick forty-four. All right, boys, pick forty-four. Who you taking?
0: Am I up first?
4: Do it. Go for it.
0: Okay. Uh we're taking Sneed.
4: Brendan Walsh. All right. Taking Snead. I kind of like this horse on Saturday. Uh, are you a little bit worried about the race Saturday going up against Nash, though? No. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> Kelby promising an upset. All right. We'll come right back with pick 45. All, All right. Pick 45. I'm guessing Evil Steve going to take this one. Um, so, who you got at 45?
5: And this is simply because of the trainer and we're going to take just steel okay. for Dwayne Lucas, the coach, um, you know, out of justify and Hey, we'll get to be able to see him down at Oklahoma. Hopefully he'll run him 17 times between now and the derby. So <laughs> I was going to say, I, I love the pick guys. I was going to pick him in the
4: last round just because of what Steve said. He, I mean, he'll run 8th, 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 ninth, and he'll still be in the Arkansas Derby. So you're going to get points for sure. And listen, I also know, Kelby, that's one of your favorite trainers, right?
1: The top three for sure.
4: <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Well, that'll that'll do it for your guys' uh, draft board there. So uh, thanks, guys, for joining us, and uh, good luck. Yes, cheers. I've only got water, unfortunately, but cheers to you guys. And we'll see you at Oakland soon, I'm sure. All right, we'll bring Doc in to finish out his team uh, here for the forty-sixth pick.
7: Doc, Doc. pick the forty-six. Who you got? Going international. We're going to Japan. Okay. We're going to take Amante Bianco. Okay. Um, I thought. I mean, he had a great race last time at four. Forever Young was going to be my my last pick, but Vinny took it earlier than me. I didn't know he was a uh, Japanese enthusiast. Uh, we, <laughs> well, now you do. Now just like do. you, <laughs> just like me. I told you. I remember I told you that we should Racing dudes should go to Japan. That whole Otani thing. So we're going Amante Bianco for the uh, to increase the Racing Dude's Japanese uh, prospects. All right. I like it.
4: I like that you're always thinking about us with your picks as well. So that's good. So, all right, good luck. uh, And thank you, Dr. Tang, for showing up. I know Dr. Miranda did not, so you had to carry it. So good job, Doc. Appreciate you. (laughs) All right, let's let's go move on here. John and Ryan, they got their last pick. We'll bring Mr. Stillman in now. (laughs) Stillman, round us out. Who you got here at 47?
0: Okay. With our final pick, the Ryan John team takes an unraced two-year-old who did not have a name until today. We're taking Born Noble, a Constitution cult trained by Todd Pletcher, and that's a wrap for the Ryan and John team.
4: All right, Born Noble. I got to look this source up while you're on here because I obviously I don't know who this is. Um, Born Noble, Constitution... Uh, by Go Zapper Mare. Yeah, it looks like the works have been steady down at Palmetto. So uh, I, I'm assuming John knew about this one, not you. But um, did, did did he kind of give you any insight about this horse at all?
0: John did not, and I am just as excited as you are because uh, you know that's that's always exciting and adds a little intrigue. But uh, no, so that's that's all I've got for you guys on this one. Um awesome. But hey, you know. It's the fifth round, right? So we're at this point now. Also, with fifty-five horses this year, you just you got to go for it. And uh, I, not knowing myself much about it, I I like the pick. So uh, let's just roll with it and see uh, see how this one plays out. It's just th- this feels like Derby season's arrived when you finally make your fifth pick. So
4: <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're you're definitely right. All right, Ryan. Thanks so much for coming on here for the John and Ryan team. Good luck to you this year. Born Noble, the forty seventh pick in the draft all right well the defending champions we'll see him one more time here shoddy's coming in for pick number
6: 48
4: right, shoddy round out your team here who you got
8: i just want to say i'm really sad because i really wanted a monte bianco but uh so with our last pick we're gonna go with real men violin
4: all right real men violin what do you like about that one
8: well, uh, kind of similar to why I picked Practical Move last year. You know, he's really consistent and finishing in the money, uh, and he's going to be taking a slight break, and we'll hopefully see him running back in here in a little bit. So we'll hopefully see him in stakes races, because that's where he's kind of been pointing at.
4: All right, Real Men Violin. I think he will. Uh, he's got the trainer that's going to run at a bunch of stakes if the horse is healthy. Yeah. So Real Men Violin rounding out Shadi. Wait,
8: and did I – I picked the one – Kenny McPeak horse that I had on the list. <laughs> you, did. You, did. you did. You did.
4: So congratulations. You don't win a prize. Yes. For that, oh. <laughs>
6: All
4: right, Shadi, thanks for joining us, and good See luck ya. again. See you. Good luck again this year. All right, got to bring in Dan and Michael for their last pick here, and we'll do that right now.
9: All right, guys, who you taking last pick? All right. Well, the wonderful Racings Dude chat has not helped me out or given me any answer to my question. So thanks, chat. Um, but I think we're going to go the direction of the unraced Baffert horse. I don't really I really don't want to pick Bob Baffert, but there's not much left. I'm certainly not going to pick Kenny McPeak. So <laughs> I, I, I'm torn between two. We're going to go with Meg which is a Zidane Racing Purchase. Um, this horse, my partner has informed me, had a really nice work. Um, Indian Charlie on the bottom side, so a little bit of that flight line love. He's uh, bifrosted. Um, he cost a little bit of money, so he he cost, he cost some some lunch money, so we'll, we'll see what he does. Hopefully, he just breaks his maiden and, and kind of stay on the track and not run like once every eight months. Do you have any idea when this horse might be ready to roll? Any idea at all? Um, I would say this horse probably runs sometime in like January or Feb. Late, probably like sometime in like late January for to break the maiden. That's what I would. I would. Uh, I would lean. I would lean they're going to do that. But I just, I never know because Amir Zidane just kind of lets Bob do what he wants. So it's tough. These horses don't run all the time. So (laughs) I'm just, uh, it's either that or Draft Pirate, who my partner says is a sprinter. So, (laughs) well, probably so.
4: I see Magic hasn't wrote the name up. You want to spell it maybe for Magic? He looks puzzled at the moment.
9: Oh, sure. It's uh, uh, M-A-Y-M-U-N, and it's an Arabic word. Uh, I know Taif, the other one that I was thinking of drafting. That's the name of, of course, the city in Saudi Arabia. I don't know what Moon is, but uh, Google Translate can help with that. All right. Well,
4: Magic's got it up on the board now. I'm sure people can research that one. All right, Dan and Michael, that'll do it for you guys. Thanks for coming on tonight. So that will end the draft for them. We'll go back now to Geist for his last pick. <laughs> guys, 50th pick. Who are you going with?
10: Oh, this is terrible. Um, I am going to go with, and I believe this is the first pick for this trainer,
4: Moonlit Sonata by okay. Miakteen. I think this horse might be okay. What would you like about him? Anything?
10: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I went back and watched the race after reading the notes on it, and, and the horse did not break well at all and was still able to beat a relatively large field. What did we have? 10, 11 runners. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I think maybe one of them got drafted elsewhere. Um, So, so we'll see, you know, the fields out there are usually a little more weak, especially if Baffert ships some of his other places. So scrape together enough points to get into some races.
4: Yep. I like it. All right. We'll see what you can do with uh, moonlit Sonata. Thank you. Geist, and that'll go 51, which will be me. All right, 51st pick, last pick. We've had a New York bread uh, drafted. We haven't had an Ohio bread drafted. I'm going to go with an Ohio bread here. Who day? I'm going to go with who day with a 51 pick here. Uh, this horse was three for three in Ohio. And, you know, it's like a ah, big deal. Went to Churchill Downs last time out, beat uh, uh, an allowance field and looked pretty darn good doing it. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I'm going to go with who day here. Uh, it's it's Tom Drury, the trainer, a guy that, you know, we know from an uh, art collector. So there is that going on. This horse won by a length a quarter. Like I said, it was allowance field of pretty decent runners in it. I don't know. I'll take a flyer here. Horses by Liam's map out of an Indian Charlie mare. I think this horse can run. Doesn't look like your typical Ohio bred. So I will go who day 51 with the bingled uh, bingles themed uh, horse there. All right. Now let's go to Paul as we go to pick number 52. (laughs)
11: We'll, right, we'll, close, we'll close this one out without uh, a lot of uh, fanfare. Uh, I think he might run in the drone on uh, January 1st. So uh, uh, that should be at least one point there. And then he might get dropped after that. But uh, we're going to go with uh, Otello, uh, Christophe Clamont. That's one. that's. Oh, I hope he doesn't do very well, Paul, because I almost
4: took him right there. <laughs> uh, he was on the list. Um, I thought he looked pretty darn good uh, in that last race.
11: Yeah, you know, the, the New York circuit is always a, a chance to get some cheap points before the better runners come in for the Wood Memorial. Yep, for sure. I, I like that one. I, like said, I will now have to root against
4: him. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Pretty good one, Paul. All right, thanks for joining us. Paul Otello with the 52nd pick. All right, we've got three more, which is good. My voice is about to go. Let's go to Jared for pick number 53. jared pick 53 who you got hey how, how you doing not great are <laughs> you doing all right well, i woke up i woke up extremely sick today and i've uh, been fighting through it but uh yeah we we've got three more to go i think i'm gonna make it
3: yeah you don't you don't sound uh you don't sound awesome right now no what what is are you like sick sick or are we talking like you're just you're just tired of doing the fucking show
4: no, I think I got the Vegas flu. I woke up. I feel a lot better than I did when I woke up. But uh, yeah, voice is starting to slip just a bit here. But um, that's all right. Only three left, so that's what's that's the good news.
3: Oh boy, yeah, this is getting this is getting, we're usually done by now. <laughs> um, man, I'm between a few horses. Um, should I take another Philly? Yes. To round this out, what do you think? Yes, you should oh man let's see give me mm, okay i'll do it give me this is disgusting but give me uh noted
4: noted all right
11: what do you
3: you, i I mean why why do you think it's disgusting it's it noted it's like okay so the horse run they run the horse we're like why is this horse running in the juvenile and then it's like oh it's well it's it's owned by ripoli stable that's why horse comes back runs well again on turf wouldn't be shocked i mean i have no idea right but i wouldn't be shocked if we try to see this horse on the dirt again so more than anything it's just we know the horse is going to be running in good races and maybe the horse gets another shot
4: all right, noted for you. That will be the fifty-third pick there, and the last pick there for Jared. All right, let's get now to Vinny. We're getting close, boys. Two more to go. Vinny with pick fifty-four.
12: All right, Vinny, take it away. Fifty-fourth pick uh, next, next year. I need to pay you, so I draft in front of guys. Okay. <laughs> just, That's just fine. all, all night, all night, all night. He's just been, he's been taking my my horse is just one pick before me uh i'm gonna go with another unraised horse uh because there's really uh, i in my opinion there's not much left i'm gonna go with princetown for bill Mott, who was supposed to debut last weekend and scratched out the pedigree's there i i was hoping he would have a maiden win by by the draft but we'll see i i it really, in my opinion, there's just not much left unless I want to take a horse that's just completely not working and hasn't worked since breaking his maiden. So that's where I'm at.
4: All right. Well, we'll see what this horse does, Princetown, and we'll see if you can uh, have some luck here. You got two unraced. I just noticed this. You got two unraced ho-
12: yep, horses. I'm, go- I'm going. I'm going to hope that I'm going to ho- hope that Doorknock can, can run a little bit. And if, I mean, if one of these two unraced horses ends up making it to like the final leg of the of the circuit for the preps like i gotta i feel like I, i'd be in a good position so we'll see i don't know these these derby contenders are starting later and later every year so yep for sure
4: all right vinny that'll do it for you thanks for joining us here today we've got one pick left it's the magic Mike show i'll play the tune and we'll see what these jokers have got here for the 55th pick. <laughs> Take it away.
1: I got to be honest. Every time I watch that, I'm shocked the dude in the light blue suit is still alive. It looks like he got absolutely run over by that horse. And I've seen it 55 times tonight. I'm still surprised he stood up afterward. Um, All right. With the 55th pick, uh, we're going to go off the board a little bit and take a filly here. We're going to take Leslie's Rose. (laughs)
4: Oh, wait. wait. No, Mike, we lost her. We lost her. Yeah, Yeah. no,
1: she's already been drafted, guys. Damn. we really wanted her. Um, Told (laughs) you we should have traded up. Yeah. yeah, we really should have. I mean, if we had the eighth, ninth pick, we could have gotten her. Uh, we're going to fill out, like, I'm surprised this worked. The the trivia question, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, Francis Ferdinand was assassinated to start World War One. We're going to go with the Brandon Walsh trainee here. And it's Brandon Walsh's world. We're just living in it right now. We're going First World War for the final pick in the draft. First yeah. World War. Magic, what's your thoughts?
4: Everybody's dying to know
2: well first off it's a son of war front if you watch the magic mike show you know we love some War fronts it's uh but warfront can produce dirt horses too it's out of a grade three place dirt routing medaglia mare, so you gotta like that the horse ran long on turf the first two times broke the maiden at kentucky downs uh but last time out this is why we were really attracted to him look who we took 11th overall parchment party this horse was second in his first try on dirt going two turns to parchment party we figured If he's going to fall this far down to the fifth round, this is who I vetoed from Mike taking in the third round. We said, if he's going to fall this far, we absolutely need to take him. He could be targeting Allowance at Gulfstream. He could be targeting the Mucho Macho Man, which uh, you've got a million and a half points races. Why the fuck the Mucho Macho Man isn't one of them? Go ahead and explain that to me off air. But the family here is, especially on the damn side, filled with long dirt runners. So we've got a horse that should be able to handle running long on dirt. Brendan Walsh is going to take care of it very well. So... We're going to take First World War. And before you cut me off, if you run your mouth like that to me again, Aaron, I'm going to knock that block head off your stupid dad bod. <laughs> I,
1: I love, I, I now, real, I didn't realize why you intentionally made us go 11th. It's because you wanted the magic to open and close the show, isn't it?
4: Yeah, exactly. And what, uh, here's what I'm on. What did I do, magic? You're the dick. Tater. No, but why, 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 why were the outbursts? I didn't do anything to you, did I?
1: I don't think a lot you're of people... You. Do you have to do magic. anything? And yet, <laughs> look at the first has been going on for the entire time. I'm just happy I'm his teammate, so I didn't catch the shade.
2: <laughs> All right. That's it. Listen, that's it. before we get out of here, yeah. you're welcome for having us on here. We loved being here, and the only thing we love more than being here is leaving here. So, see ya. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: All right. Well, that'll do it. Jared, do you want to come back on? Or do you want me to just close this thing out? It's up to you. There's Jared. There's All right. Good. Let's close okay. it out,
3: Jared jeez god bless man that dude i'll take it over so i know your voice is uh is hurting but yeah i mean that guy it's it's uh it's time to end this show and uh yeah i mean um i will say this i'll be willing to bet anybody wants to take some money on this i'll be willing to bet that my philly in the first round will score more points than a few of these other first round picks <laughs> Well,
4: she's going to win a couple of races. I'm just saying,
3: you get five. We do. You still get five points for wins, right? Yeah, yeah. That's probably that's better than most of my first round picks do. So. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm glad that my Philly shadowed the fact that you picked two just terrible first two round picks. I mean, I've never even heard of the two you picked. Of course, I picked a Philly. So what does that say? But still, I mean, I, I think we'll be laughing about this. Um, I'll be laughing about this after the fact whenever my Philly scores more points than the magic Mike's. Although I do like parchment party a little bit. All right. That's it. Let me know. Uh, let everyone know in the comments, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you like our uh, videos here and make sure you leave the comments. Who, what team do you like best? There's 11 teams this year. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. I feel like who's going to be the first team to, to drop and who, you know what, you know, which, where did they get a steal? you know, where's the value when, you know, who's the Baffert horse that everybody wanted that, you know, got picked in the third or fourth round. Let us know in the comments below. Uh, this has been fun. 11th, yep. uh, 11th year we've done this. Um, I wonder who wrote that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we do have a special, I'm told we do have a special outro for this as well. Oh, so geez. make sure to make sure to play. Uh, the, the
3: outro. I mean, he just doesn't stop. No, <laughs> he, he does. He doesn't stop. I mean, what, <laughs> okay well all right guys that's it uh i'll, I'll play that I, let's see and let we find the which one is it magic it's called fantasy
4: draft, oh, outro. Intro. draft
3: outro i didn't yep. know if it would stay off the drugs or not okay oh yeah no, but, no, but, no.
4: but hey the stay off the drugs video we do we do have specially made for magic for the morning show so right. i mean stay tuned for that. And,
3: and by the way if we've learned anything tonight it's tell your kids don't do drugs. Okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm Jared Welch. Uh, he's in Haltz. Remember, uh, updates throughout the year. Haltzman, you'll provide updates. Uh, we'll be providing updates, obviously, on Bleakers Off. Uh, but we have providing updates on our YouTube channel, on the website at racingdudes.com, kind of the, how the points are uh, going, who's drafted, or I mean, who's claimed, who's dropped, that kind of stuff. First points kick off January 1st. That's when you get to first officially getting points. Obviously, we have racing happening this weekend that, it won't you won't get anything from it but it, if if you uh let's just say if you're john and ryan and you draft nash and he doesn't win could be concerning so we'll see uh you know he's anxious for that but all right guys thanks everybody for tuning thanks everybody all the teams that joined us tonight uh it's been fun it's fun to do this every year listen we're gonna do this together i don't know what this is we're about to see but we're <laughs> gonna click the fantasy draft outro see you guys
1: I sat through all of that for that? 28 minutes. F*** F you. Whoever booked that, and I think I know who
0: it might have been, a hearty f*** you. What a goddamn f***ing waste of time. Thank you for listening to another episode of Blinkers Off. Join our horse racing community at racingdudes.com and follow us on Twitter at Racing Underscore Dudes. Want to make money betting horses? Bet with the Racing Dudes.